Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of After Hours with Rotobola Radio. I'm your host, Anthony Aniano, coming at you. It's uh, Sunday, June 23rd, on the brink of week 13 of your fantasy baseball season. Yesterday, I posted a video discussing some hitters you needed to add for week 13. Today, pitchers you need to add. Now, I know the show says uh, five hitters you need to add for week 13, but I started making a list. I couldn't contain myself. I ended up with like seven hitters, plus uh, seven pitchers, plus some closers. But we'll go through the whole thing here for the next few minutes. So thanks for finding the time to tune in. As you're listening, head over to rotoballer.com. Check out everything there. The main page, premium package, expert chats. You know the routine. Rotoballer.com has got you covered. Baseball, football, NASCAR, basketball, hockey, golf, season-long, DFS, whatever you're looking for. Rotoballer has some of the best writers, best shows out there. So make sure you check it all out. Some of those things, the King and Pocket Aces with myself and Scott Angle. You have the After Hours series, the five ups, the fives down, the hitters, the pitchers, you name it. I'll start doing some football in the coming weeks. So there'll be a ton of action there. The Fantasy Bomb Shows, Chris and Pierre, all of that great stuff. You can find it right here at the Rotobola YouTube channel as well. Subscribe to the premium package. Use the promotional code ACES, telling them that I sent you, Anthony sent you, and save 10% on those premium packages. The, uh, uh, the football draft guide is on the website now, so check all of that out. And don't forget, on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio or on the app, you have Josh and Raph Monday to Friday, 6 to 7 a.m. You have uh, uh, Raph and Scott in the afternoons, and then we have Rotoball Radio on the weekends at 5 o'clock. In fact, next week, starting July 1st, I'll be on the whole week filling in for one of those guys. So I'll be on from 6 to 7 a.m. all week long as well on Rotoball Radio on SiriusXM. So make sure you check it all out. All right, guys. So let's talk pitchers a little bit. And we've had some things, right? We've lost Rich Hill. We've lost Mike Clevenger again to an ankle. So there's been a few injuries. Some players have gone out. So we look at some pitchers who can help us week 13. Now, what's interesting is some of these pitchers are pitching today on Sunday at the end of week 12. So it's going to be interesting to see how they fare. Um, you know, d- judge your air drops, kind of see how they do today. If they look real bad, you may want to say, Anthony, no, no, thank you. I'm going with one of the other guys you mentioned. I'm going to start with two. I don't want to call them veterans, but names we've heard before, kind of recycled names. I'll start with Tyler Skaggs of the Angels pitching tonight at St. Louis. His next start is a little bit appealing. It's Friday, June 28th against Oakland. I know Oakland can hit a little bit, but I'm not running totally scared of them. In his last two two starts, not including the start, obviously, tonight, 12 and a third innings pitched. He's won both games. He's got 11 strikeouts with two, an ERA of 292 and a whip that's under one as the Angels hang around the peripheral of the American League wildcard race. Okay? He's got about nine strikeouts per nine. He's giving you a K per inning, and he's it's about 24, 23.5% of the batters he faces he's striking out. Okay, walking only about 8% of the batters, right around that three per nine innings. Batting average, again, sits at 247, and he's just over one home run per nine innings, which in this game this year, if you're right around that one, under one and a half, you're actually doing all right. He's at 1.15 home runs per nine. Now, he's low ownership. He's 34% owned on Yahoo, and the truth of the matter is he's going to go cheaper than some of these younger hot shots that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Second, Anthony Desclafani of the Reds. Now, I talked about him earlier. I watched him pitch a game against, against my Mets. He was dynamite. He intrigued me. I looked at his numbers. Okay. Desclafani in his last 14 innings, 11 innings pitched. He's won both starts. Six, only six strikeouts, and his ERA is at 
on the season, striking out just under nine per nine, similar to Skaggs, okay, about 23%. Less than three walks per nine, about 7%. Now, the, the issue I have with Desclafani is that home run rate. Whereas Skaggs is at 1.15, Desclafani's closing in at almost two home runs per nine at 1.79. Okay, 257 batting average against his last start. Now, I ran scared of him. I have Desclafani in leagues, and this is what made me bring him back up again today is because I'll be honest, I ran scared of Desclafani against the Houston Astros. I wanted to know part of it. Pitched well, five and a thirds, four strikeouts, got the win against that Astros team. Kind of gave me a little bit of renewed hope uh, on, on Desclafani. Kind of say, all right, he could be more useful. He's only 11% owned. This is the guy who's going to probably call you the cost you next to nothing today on Fab. Okay? He pitches as well today. Again, a brutal matchup at Milwaukee. And then he goes next week against the Cubs. The Reds have two days off this week. Okay? So he goes next Sunday at home versus the Cubs. So today's tough. Next week is tough against the Cubs. But he kind of proved his worth a little bit by shutting down the Astros last week. Now, what is Desclafani throwing? He's throwing a 94-mile-an-hour fastball about 56% of the time. Sprinkles in a slider 25%, a curveball 15%, and very rarely, only about 3% of the time, he throws that changeup. Okay, but he's a hard-throwing fastball pitcher, mixes in the slider and the curve, hits 95 on the gun occasionally. And right now, a K per inning is what he's giving you. Showed good, an excellent outing against the Astros. Let's see what he does against Milwaukee this afternoon. He throws another good game against Milwaukee. Consider adding him. I'm not running scared next week then against the Cubs. All right. Now let's talk about some of the younger kids that are floating around. And I've got just five of them even to mention real quickly. First and foremost is going to be Zach Gallen of the Marlins. And I keep mentioning Marlins pitchers. Because those trades that they made, the Ozunas, the Yelichs, those trades are starting to come to roost, okay? I've already talked about Sandy Alcantara, okay? I have two more Marlins that need to be talked about today. First is Zach Gallon, 48% owned on Yahoo. Now, he's only got one start this year. Five innings pitch, six Ks. He walked a few batters. Wasn't great. His control was iffy. But he showed the ability to strike a batter out, okay? His next start is this Wednesday, uh, another litmus, litmus test, Anthony Rendon and the Washington Nationals. Now, on a AAA this year, he threw over 91 innings, 91 and a third innings, okay? 11 strikeouts per nine innings at that level. That's almost 34% of the batters he faced. He sat down, okay? Dominant numbers. Walk 1.68 batters per nine, only 5%. When you are striking out 33% of the batters you faced, and only walking 5% of the batters you face, you have dominated that level. And that's what Zach Gallen has done, okay? He did not allow a home run in 91 innings in the minor leagues this year. Okay, let that sink in. Okay, because remember, AAA is now using the same baseball as major leagues, which is one of those, remember the jumpy balls you put a quarter in when your mother took you to the supermarket and you got the jumpy ball that went 30 feet in the air? That's essentially what baseball is using now as a ball, okay? And yet, Zach Gallen did not allow a home run. In AAA, he had a 152 batting average against a whip of 0.71. Now, he's done AAA really the last two full seasons, so his time has come. 29% of the time he throws his fastball, sits at about 93, 94 miles an hour. Change up a cutter slider, 
37%, curveball 15, and then a changeup 18%. So he's coming at you with four pitchers, throws hard, doesn't walk a lot of batters. At least that's what his minor league numbers tell you, okay? And he's got another start this Wednesday. He's going to cost you the most out of anybody on this list, along with teammate Jordan Yamamoto, the young kid, 52% owned on Yahoo. Over the last 14 days, he is the 19th-ranked player on Yahoo, guys. Two starts, 14, in, 14 innings pitch. He's gone seven shutout in both innings, in both outings, okay? Striking out 25% of the batters he faced, only walking 8% of the batters. Okay, he's won both games. He has not given up an earned run. He has not given up a home run then, obviously. He has been light out dominant since the Marlins recalled him. I'm telling you, the future, at least on the hill, is bright for these Marlins with Gallon, Yamamoto, Alcantara. They were all coming. Uh, I haven't even mentioned Kaleeb Smith, their ace. Okay, this Marlin pitching staff has come together. I don't know if they're going to score any runs. Okay, but they're going to be able to pitch. This year in AAA, he was a K per inning guy. Walks were a little high, a little over three. He's got to get that under control, but less than one home run per nine innings. Okay, ERA was at 358 with the XFIP at 374. Fastball, slider, cutter, changeup, like Gallon, throws four pitches. Yamamoto at 52%. Okay, he's pitching today. Another guy pitching today. Now, I'm adding him regardless of what he does. I'm not running scared of it, but he throws another gem today. Goes five, six innings, one run, two runs. His guy, I'm not going to be able to talk about him anymore. He'll be over 60% owned. His next start after today, Sunday, June, uh, Saturday, June 29th against the Phillies. Julio Urias of the Dodgers, the phenom, the, the, the second coming, okay? Injuries have derailed him. They slowed him down. He had a shoulder surgery, all of that. But now Rich Hill is on the IL, and Urias has now taken that spot in the rotation. There are concerns that Ross Stripling can come back into the rotation, so monitor that. If Stripling comes along and starts stealing starts, he's obviously an ad. He's had success in the rotation last year and earlier this year. But right now, it's Urias, okay? He's slated to start on Tuesday, June 25th, at Arizona, and then Sunday, June 30th, at Colorado. Tough two-start week, okay? Can be a sneaky play. He sits at only 29% owned on Yahoo. Now, he got a start the other day, but it was against the Giants. So keep it in mind, Giants are terrible, okay? He had been used out of the bullpen, so he couldn't go deep. He went three innings, Five Ks, no earned runs, terrific outing in a short span. Okay, hopefully now you see him start extending him a little bit this week. Hopefully it gives you five innings. But over the last 14 days between the bullpen and the rotation, nine shutout innings with seven strikeouts. Okay, this guy is still a top-tier prospect for the Dodgers. He'll be in their rotation next season. On the year, his ERA sits at 284. He's striking out about nine batters per nine, 9.3, about a quarter of the batters he faces, 25%. Walks are less than three, okay? And the batting average against, 189. Tough to hit. The fastball sits at 95 miles an hour. He's throwing it 61% of the time. Slider, curveball. But this is why he has success. That changeup that he throws 17% of the time comes in at about 83. You're dropping 12 miles an hour from fastball to changeup. Keeps batters off balance. Does a good job with that. Two starts this week can be interesting, only 29% owned. Next up on my list, Adbert Alzole, the young kid from the Cubs, came in after the clo- the opener okay, against the Mets last week, went four innings, only allowed one hit, one earned, and struck out five, two walks, 
picked up the win. He is slated to start Tuesday against the Atlanta Braves, okay? He is the four, Cubs' number four-ranked prospect, okay? 24-year-old kid from Venezuela, 25% owned already on Yahoo. In AAA this year, 32 innings pitched, almost 13 strikeouts per nine, 36.5%, okay? Walk, walks less than two batters per nine, less than 5%, okay? ERA in AAA this year was at 309. Batting average against was only 202. But remember, he's an injury fill-in for Kyle Hendricks, and Tyler Chatwood is still there. A couple of rough outings. Alzole could go to the pen, could go back to the minors. So be weary of it. But if you need a spot start this week, okay, against Atlanta, and Atlanta's raking right now. Freddie Freeman is scorching hot. Donaldson's gotten going. They have Acuna. Swanson's having an all-star caliber season. I get it. Alzole's getting the start today. I don't expect him to go more than four or five innings, but it can be useful some case. Throws about 94, 95 miles an hour. 56% of the time is the fastball, curveball about 20%, and the changeup 24%. And again, it's a 10-mile-an-hour decrease on that changeup, going from about 95 to 85 miles an hour. And finally, we know Frankie Montes of the A's got suspended 80 days. Jesus Lazardo time is coming, and you got to act quick. He's 31% owned on Yahoo. We all know what he is. He's one of the top pitching prospects in baseball. Would have probably been up a lot sooner if he wasn't in, uh, injured. He's now thrown 10 in the third minor league innings since coming back from injury. His first start was at, at A ball. He dominated AAA. He walked a few, struggled a little bit with his control, but he'll be coming soon to Oakland, 31% owned. Act now or you're not going to get Lazardo. Okay? So there's some starting pitchers to help you out. Now, before I go for the day, everybody's also always chasing saves. So here's my save hunting options. Guys, over the last 14 days, you have been effective. Ian Kennedy of the Kansas City Royals came into the weekend at 43% owned. He cemented his role as the closer now of the Royals. Now, it's still Ian Kennedy. I get it. I'm not tripping over myself. That's the reason he's 43% owned. But coming into the weekend, he had thrown in his last 14 days, four and a third innings, six strikeouts, and gotten five saves, an ERA of 2.08. Kansas City, they're not going to win a lot of games, but in a 14-day in a period, five saves, nothing to sneeze at. In Seattle, Ronis Elias, I'm probably butchering his name, but you know who he is, okay? 31% ownership in Seattle. Over the last 14 days, five innings pitched, four saves, has not given up an earned run. And finally, former Met, who they just let go, Hansel Robles, 59% ownership, kind of cemented that rule. The Cody Allen out of town. Cut, just flat out cut by the Angels. Okay, Robles has taken over six and two-thirds innings in his last 14. Eight strikeouts, no earned runs, four saves. All of those guys came into the weekend under 60% owned. If you're looking for saves, if you're desperate, Blake Trinan, by the way, went on the DL there in Oakland. So monitor the save situations. Uh, Hendricks, I believe, got the save the other night for Oakland. So see what happens there uh, with EAs now. As Trinan's down, one of the best closes in the game. He struggled at times this year. But be mindful, you may have to fill in for him as well. So be aware of that. So you've, you've lost Rich Hill. You've lost Trinan, uh, Clevenger, Montas. That's four big hits, okay? So pick some of these guys up. Help guide you through the next few weeks. Head over to RotoBowler.com, guys. Check it all out. Follow me on Twitter at Fantasy. Use that promotional code ACE to save yourself 10% and let them know Anthony sent you. Thanks for finding the time to listen. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. Have a good one, folks.